This is an outdoor facility in Orlando, Florida. It's some 883 miles from Crownsville, Maryland. A meaningful statistic to that dog over there, that's Flaylin. He and his co-owners drove from Crownsville in 15 hours just to be here today. It's December 2020, and people are gathered here to see if this particular Anis Harabilis can't end on a happy note. They've gathered at the American Kennel Club's inaugural Fast Cat Invitational, CAT being an acronym for Coursing Ability Test. They're here to determine America's fastest dog. This event is a democratic version of traditional war coursing, coursing from a Latin root meaning to run. And Flaylin was born to run. Well, Josh. We can't afford the royalty. On this day, Flaylin would best a field of more than a hundred of the finest coursing hounds from across the country, running 100 yards in 6.346 seconds. In fact, each dog in the competition ran three times, with its speeds converted into miles per hour, then averaged. Flaylin registered 32.3 miles per hour, with the runner-up, a greyhound named Dag Nabbit at 31.2 miles per hour. Now, for a little perspective, Usain Bolt, the all-time great sprinter, clocked the fastest speed of nearly 28 miles per hour. So who is Flaylin, and what sort of dog is he? Is he a greyhound? A breed renowned for its speed and known to date back to Egypt's fourth dynasty almost 5,000 years ago? Is he a borzoi, the dog previously known as the Russian wolfhound, the big elegant sighthound prized by the Romanovs? Is he a Scottish deerhound, the royal dog of Scotland, one of the tallest of the dog breeds, as tall as 32 inches? The answer is yes, kind of. Probably. Sort of. Flaylin is a four-year-old mixed-breed rescue, thought to be some combination of the three. His co-owners discovered his photo on a sighthound rescue website and decided to foster him. On day one, they realized Flaylin, 53 pounds and fawn-colored, was a perfect fit for them. At first, Obedience training was a bore for the natural-born sprinter. They tried scent work, but Flaylin was more interested in socializing with the other dog's owners than searching for anything. Ah, but when they moved to coursing, Flaylin found his sport. For co-owner Krista Shreet, it was an honor just to have Flaylin in the competition against the great coursing breeds, including Salukis and Whippets. The goal was nothing more than to represent mixed-breed rescue dogs. But sometimes, she notes with a smile, the wild card wins. I'm Bud Bacone, and I'm about to introduce you to what have come to be called All-American Dogs. We'll catch up to a few of them and their owners and share some remarkable stories. And to clarify, catching up is just a figure of speech. It's not the dog that needs training, but the owner. I am 50% pointer. There it is, there it is, there it is. 
the American Kennel Club. Laddie boy! Toto too? No, Toto And, of course, Lassie. Down and Back. Stories from the AKC Archives. With Bud Bacone. It was 2014, and the 138th Westminster Dog Show had arrived, verily a high watermark in the dog sport calendar. And when it was over, a dog named Skye became the fourth Wire Fox Terrier to win Westminster's Best in Show. Stealing a bit of thunder from Skye was Biff, a wire-haired dachshund who won top honors in the Hound Group. As in any great sporting spectacle, one facet of the show stirred more than its share of wah-wah-wah-wah-wahs, rhubarbs, and hamina-hamina-haminas. In 2014, the Westminster Dog Show would include the purebred competitions for which it was famous, but this time it would also include an agility competition, and that was open to mixed breeds, henceforth to be known as All-American Dogs. In what had become famous as a show for purebred dogs, it was a break in tradition, but not a precedent. As we'll soon hear, by 2014, the tide had changed, and Westminster had no choice but to sail with it. Now, devoted down-and-back listeners will recall our story about the earliest days of dog shows. Through the late 19th century, rules were, let's use the polite word, inexact. Between 1877 and 1884, non-purebred dogs participated in Westminster, followed by a 130-year hiatus. Now, what changed? Well, people did. Or more precisely, their relationship to dogs. Case in point. Let's hop back to the early 2000s to meet Katie Lee. You might not distinguish the Stubbs family on a puppy search. The Bakersfield, California family was just about to give up looking at their local shelter when they heard a yipping sound from down the hall. Following the sound, they discovered a tiny red puppy with prick ears looking eagerly at them as if to say, There you are. I've been waiting for you. That Sharon Stubbs will tell you, is how Katie Lee discovered her new family. They learned that a previous owner had turned Katie Lee in because she barked so much, the same barking that led the family to her and which they found endearing. Soon after Katie Lee's rescue, she was off to puppy classes where she clearly enjoyed training. In time, she passed her AKC Good Citizen test, and after that, she... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yes, you in the back. What's the AKC Good Citizen test? Okay, good tangent. Uh, the Canine Good Citizen, or CGC program, stems from the belief that all dogs can be good dogs, and that all owners can be responsible owners. And sometimes that takes some training, lots of love, and plenty of praises along the way. Since 1989, over one million dogs and their owners have participated in CGC, mastering 10 basic skills that instill confidence and good manners in and out of your home. Skills that give family, neighbors, and even landlords peace of mind. Now, 
Josh, where were we? Katie Lee. Yes, yes. After passing her AKC K9 Good Citizen test, Katie Lee took other classes, including obedience and agility. When Stubbs learned that AKC was opening companion sports to mixed breeds, she enrolled Katie Lee and mailed in her entry for a rally trial on the opening weekend. The American Kennel Club had seen the trend growing for some time. Dog sports were gaining popularity among all dog lovers, owners of purebreds and all-American dogs. Inclusion was right for the times, and it allowed AKC to advocate on behalf of all dogs. The one problem, the right handle. It was clear that mixed breed carried unwanted baggage. The word mutt was no better, derived from mutton head. It's a nod to the sheep's reputation for, well, lack of intellectual acumen. So, four years before mixed breed dogs first appeared at Westminster, AKC created the Canine Partners Program, provided their spayed or neutered the dogs gain access to a wide range of activities and can compete in dog sports for all kinds of AKC titles. Its purebred alternative listing or PAL program is for purebred dogs who for various reasons can't be registered. It allows them to compete in sports. So it was that in 2010, agility was opened to mixes in every AKC agility event in all 50 states and Puerto Rico. Local clubs quickly began including all American dogs in competition. As for Sharon Stubbs, her timing was immaculate. AKC opened events to all American dogs on No Foolin' April 1st, 2010. Three days later, Katie Lee became the first all-American dog to earn a rally title. Think of rally as a team sport where dog and handler navigate a course side by side of 10 to 20 different signs. The little red dog had made her new family very proud. But it's not just dog sports that reveal the inherent gifts in all-American dogs. Visitors to City Museum in St. Louis, where admission included a ticket to its wandering circus, couldn't miss a favorite performer. A small terrier-ish dog appears with an open suitcase. On command, she steps into it and, gripping a string in her mouth, gently pulls the lid over, packing herself inside. The audience loves it. They always do. Meet Maple, if you will, the marvelous Miss Maple, rescue dog turned circus star. Jessica Hentoff wasn't looking for a circus star, she was looking for a canine companion. She brought home a three-month-old with no plans to teach her the circus trade, though the two might work on a couple of tricks. She named the puppy Maple, given the slight maple hue to her light curly coat. What Maple didn't know was that her new owner had a keen eye for talent and the knowledge that a dog can't be forced to perform. In fact, the best circus dogs love to show off, and for the very best of reasons. Circus Harmony is a nonprofit organization helping youth through the teaching of performing and circus arts. Maple's repertoire includes a five-step trick that begins with her lying on a round blanket bearing an uncanny resemblance to a tortilla wrap. Taking an edge in her mouth, Maple rolls herself up as a burrito. But a few of her 30 tricks and counting. 
a happy outcome for Jessica Hentoff, who wasn't seeking a co-worker. She was just seeking a companion. Maple, the gifted all-American dog, never got the memo. Quick review of what we've learned about all-American dogs. They're being included in dog sports all over the country. Their inclusion in the 2014 Westminster Agility Competition was a big deal. It came about because AKC paved the way years earlier, introducing Canine Partners and its PAL program. So what brought on this rise of dog lovers and their all-American dogs in competition? It's useful to have a quick peek back at the evolution of dog sports. In one form or another, dog sports are ancient and were sometimes brutal. Dog sports evolved with the modern dog show over the past century and a half. In addition to confirmation, where purebred dogs of different breeds are measured against the breed standard, other dog sports have a long history, including coursing. That's where we met Flaylin a few minutes ago. I'm not a historian, though I play one in podcasts, but... I'd suggest that for the All-American Dog and their owners, a pivotal moment came in London, England in 1978. Named after its founder, dog biscuit manufacturer Charles Cruft, the Crufts Dog Show has been something of an institution in England for nearly a century and a half. At this particular show, show committee member John Varley was charged with finding some sort of spectacle to fill the time for audiences between the show's confirmation and obedience competition. He had, as the Brits might have it, a cheeky idea. Belgian television covered the show and asked Varley to explain. Before we start judging again in this ring at night, and my idea is to present something which I hope will be of interest to the spectators and at the same time to bring a bit of fun into the rather more serious side of crafts. For the pure entertainment, really? Pure entertainment. But the event is a competition. It has been designed to test a dog's ability over a number of obstacles and against the clock. So was born the Modern Agility Competition, a hit from the very beginning. The crowd have really enjoyed this here in the main arena. The Kennel Club really deserve congratulations for devising such a good event. It's provided a lot of entertainment. And look at the speed this collie's going far faster than the Alsatian. That's the over and under, and very quick, quicker than his trainer. <laughs> that first competition had so many of the components associated with the sport today, among them tunnels, an A-frame, dog walks, and weave poles. Before long, the Kennel Club, England's organization, sanctioned agility as a sport. We've talked in the past of the shift in American attitudes toward dogs in the last half century, of how the American dog moved from shed to bed and became a member of the family, and of the democratization of dog fancying. Because it required talent not specific to any breed, agility provided just the outlet for all American dogs and their handlers who began pawing at the door of major competitions. When world organizations held agility competitions for pedigree dogs, alternate competitions sprung up for mixed breed entrants before barriers between them began crumbling. Which helped give rise to a new generation of extraordinary four-legged athletes, such as Cooper, nicknamed Super Cooper, 
and not for nothing. Cooper has a knack for acing every dog sport he takes up. He's earned more than 30 AKC titles in nine different sports. And in 2020, he earned a medallion as top-scoring All-American dog at the AKC Rally National Championship in Orlando. Not bad for a rescue. Lindsay Clark had a dog and wasn't looking for another, or so she thought. Her dog was getting older and she began thinking about adding a puppy. As she scrolled through pictures online, she found Cooper. It was the scruff of his white and tawny coat that caught her eye. Clark admits she's a sucker for a scruffy face. The next day, nine-week-old Cooper came to his new home. She took him to classes for manners and basic obedience. When Clark saw an agility competition on television, she was determined to teach him. It was a slow start. Cooper was timid, waiting for older dogs to try new things first. In time, though, his confidence blossomed. It was a barn hunt competition that helped build confidence in Cooper. In barn hunt, dogs search out rats, which are safely enclosed in heavy PVC tubes. By the age of seven, Cooper had amassed more than a dozen initials after his name, each an abbreviation standing for the titles he's earned. Among them, RAE for Rally Advanced Excellent, AX for Agility Excellent, and AXJ for Excellent Agility Jumper. Meanwhile, he's earned three canine good citizen titles. Like that kid who's in every elementary school class, Cooper is a natural, excelling at fast cat, scent work, dock diving, and tricks. The shy, scruffy dog had made a name for himself. As more dog lovers, including those with all American dogs, embrace competitions, new arenas present themselves. This fall marks the post-COVID return of the Can-Am Classic Flyball Tournament in Indianapolis. It's a frenetically paced and hugely popular dog sport open to dogs of all sorts of shapes and sizes. Flyball is a team sport. A starter gun is fired. And with that, each dog dashes over a line of low hurdles to reach a box. Once there, they use their paws to push a spring-loaded pad and release a tennis ball into the air that they catch. And with a graceful 180, they sprint back to their handlers. Once back to the starting line, the next dog takes its turn. First invented in Southern California some 50 years ago, Flyball has hit its stride. So many amazing dogs, yet there's one I want you to notice. A dog named Buddy belonging to Maya Doggett, who doesn't mind the 4,000-mile trip from Anchorage to Indianapolis to be part of the Can-Am. When Maya's father was diagnosed with cancer, he asked her to take on the black-and-white sled dog mix, asking if she could train it for flyball. But there was a wrinkle. Buddy was deaf. Maya, who describes herself as loud and verbal, struggled for an effective way to train Buddy, who sure enough became a great competitor an homage of sorts to the inclusiveness of dog sports. In 2019, when Buddy won his first flyball title, he carried ashes of Maya's father in his collar. Diversity covers all shapes and sizes, especially in the dog world. The past generation has produced a more vast, more varied range of dog owners, and with that, a widening universe of canines. 
with all American dogs taking their place in arenas and fields in every part of the country. And nobody's calling them muttonheads anytime soon. Down and Back, stories from the AKC archives. Visit akc.org to learn more about all things dog and find bonus materials for this episode. Follow the AKC on Instagram at American Kennel Club. On Twitter at AKC Dog Lovers. And let us know what you thought of the show. If you're new to the show, subscribe with your favorite podcast provider to catch up on season two and dig into all of season one. Founded in 1884, many dog years ago, the American Kennel Club is the recognized and trusted expert in breeds, health, and training. We advocate for responsible dog ownership and are dedicated to advancing dog sports. Research for Down and Back provided by the AKC Library and Archives, the only national repository dedicated to the sport and enjoyment of the purebred dog. Learn more about the collections at akc.org library. No humans were harmed while making this show. 